If you need a live Smodco fix, here are the latest dates fresh off of csmod.com. Babylon at the Hollywood Improv, September 14th. Don't miss Kevin Mark for Fat Man Beyond at the Scum and Villainy Cantina in L.A. on Batman Day. Saturday, September 15th. Gulf Coast Fan Fest welcomes Jason Mews October 13th and 14th. Jay and Bob are getting old in Midland, Michigan, Saturday, October 13th and Sunday the 14th. Babylon in St. Louis on October 14th. Island Con in the UK welcomes Jason Mews October 20th and 21st. Suquamish, Washington welcomes Jay and Silent Bob. That's on October 29th. Get amused with Jay Muse and his amusing stories. New Brunswick, New Jersey at the Stress Factory, Thursday, November 1st. Hollywood Babylon in Phoenix, Arizona at Stand Up Live, Saturday, November 3rd. Jay goes solo for his amusing stories in Bridgeport, Connecticut, Sunday, November 4th. Caroline's on Broadway in New York, New York welcomes Jay Muse and his amusing stories, Tuesday, November 6th. Jay hits the Capitol on November 7th at the DC Improv. Jay tickles the Liberty Funny Bone in Liberty, Ohio on November 12th. November 13th, Columbus, Ohio welcomes Jay Muse to the Columbus Funny Bone. Cleveland Improv, Jay Muse will be in you on November 14th. If you're in the Windy City, don't miss Jay Muse at the Chicago Improv Comedy Club, November 15th. November 16th, Kevin Ralph Babylon at the Uptown Theater in Napa, California. Modesto, California, Saturday, November 17th, check out Jay and Silent Bob Get Old at the Mary Stewart Rogers Theater. Remember your one-stop shop for links and tickets to all these live Smodco shows, csmod.com. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now, so when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. That's right. Thank you, Aziz. Welcome, everyone, another edition of NetHeads. Uh, no Trent, but Will here. Not not Trent. You know, he had other things to do. And to be honest, I'm testing out new equipment, so I don't know how well this is going to go. So much so that we've got redundant recordings going on on many different fronts. But I'm also thrilled because... Uh, we're able to sit down this evening with one of the people who, when it comes to the world of broadcasting, uh, in whatever shape or form, this is the guy that has the most history with me whatsoever. Uh, so without further ado, I- I'm not going to mess around. Uh, Rebel Stoke Jim, hi, sir. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm 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 uh, I'm thrilled. I have a slight uh, disagreement with Aziz saying that uh, radio is boring. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. And and <laughs> and the reason why is because uh, my main man. Uh, well, actually, my main man is Trent, but my old yeah. school main man, uh, Jim, my first love, if you will. Uh, he, uh, you, uh, you have a show. Uh, as a matter of fact, you were just on last night on Stoke FM up in uh, your neck of the woods, right? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 92.5 Stoke FM, Big Mountain Radio. Uh, it's uh, uh, people people can tune in locally, and it's streaming at stokefm.com, or you can just look for Stoke FM on uh, on TuneIn. And I think I have more people listening to me out of town than I actually have listening <laughs> in town because <laughs> all the internet people. I mean, I'm I'm as I'm as connected as a radio show can be and i think that's even more because we uh, i'm constantly talking to the uh, to the tweeters who are in the tweet pit uh the revelers yeah i like yeah. see i like revelers yeah but they're in the tweet pit and sometimes it just gets there it's like another show happening sometimes now is the tweet pit like a mosh pit yeah it is it's it's just a hashtag for people to to sort of keep themselves uh contained 
if they if they're trying to follow along, I call it the home game. It just does because because sometimes I just can't follow along. I have too much to do. Actually, speak and 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 do technical things and play music and yeah. So it's it's very it's very very Twitter oriented, and why shouldn't it be? Everybody has this little magic box in their pocket now. Yeah. Speaking of which, you know, it's man, I tell you, if it, it, it it's almost like you just teed up the segue for us. You just <laughs> you planted it right there, and now we're 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 swinging at it. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, today is the day that um, Apple made the you know annual announcement about the reason why we should all spend more money with them again. Uh, and they're trying to enhance us with new features, new functions, new phones, new watches. And, you know, Jim, I got to be honest, if I may speak indecently for a moment, I, I'm really at the point I just don't give a fuck anymore. I can't I can't mix words about it. I just I'm I'm over it now. I just sorry, I was I was taken aback for a second because I have been behaving myself on the radio. Mm-hmm. I, forgot, I, I forgot language is freer once again yeah. on the internet. And uh, so I don't I don't blame you. Um, I am in need of a new phone. And I thought, uh, wow, I, I'm going to look at the options. And I'll tell you, I, I tweeted it out earlier. The this new this this uh, whatever this. And by the way. Really, how ironic is calling the phone line excess? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> okay. The excess, the XS Max, yeah. 500, 512 gigabytes in Canada is $2,000. Shut the front door. No, that's 4,000 Timbits. Oh, my God. You know, I've never, you know, I think all currency should be broken down to Timbits, honestly. <laughs> Not that I've ever set foot in a Tim Hortons, but I'm just saying. Uh, by the way, if you want to take part in the program, can one of many ways, one of them is Twitter, uh, hashtag NetHeads, if you want to follow along, or if you want to take part of it, or you want to talk about it after the fact, uh, I am carefully monitoring the feed so I can adequately ignore you while you tweet to us. Thank you. Um, hopefully Jim can do a better job. Usually that's Trent's job to kind of take a look. Cause really when it comes to following the, the Twitters, I get uh, easily distracted. Actually with following anything, I get easily distracted. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, first of all that, yeah, that's a, even, you know, here at, in, in us currency, uh, I love the terminology of, you know, the new, the big super one, the, the XS M or, or no XS, yeah. XS max. max. Yeah. So it's, it's the maximum of excess. That's right. <laughs> and it starts, it starts only a hundred dollars more than the other model at a thousand ninety nine dollars. It's like, yeah. just, just throw that out casually guys. Just, you know, it's, it's only starting at, I have a, uh, I have a seven plus Jim. I, my wife has an eight plus, so we've already got a, a high def, really good quality camera in the hands of one of us, which is good. Cause we've got kids. Um, and, and realistically speaking, my phone, boy, this is going to be the stupidest thing I've ever said. My phone is primarily just a communication device for me. <laughs> as dumb as that sounds. <laughs> Uh, half the time, if not three quarters of the time, it's not related to phone calls, but it's, it's just not, uh, it, it's not really, I don't consume media so much on my phone aside from, you know, looking at the Twitter, uh, like I, I have all but abandoned, uh, Facebook, I believe. Um, I don't even think I wish my own daughter a happy birthday on Facebook. Uh, and I hope she's not offended. And at that point too, I have to feel guilt if I, if I wish anyone else a birth, happy birthday after her. So Officially speaking, folks, if I'm your friend on Twitter and I'm not wishing you a happy birthday on Facebook, it's because I didn't wish my daughter a happy birthday and I've got Catholic guilt. Um, I, uh, I, I really am kind of blown away by the cost of, of this smart tech. Now, I don't know how things go in the Canada's, uh, Jim, which by the way, I find it funny that I mentioned your neck of the woods when it's literally your neck of the woods. You don't really often get that matchup when you're talking to somebody. <laughs> True enough. Um, but I, uh, I, I, I love, I, I used to love new tech. 
I mean, I, I really did. Uh, not the the company that yeah. that competed with Play Incorporated, uh, but I, I I love new technology, and I, I I used to be in the bag for it completely, and now we're we're getting to the point where the cost is just so much it's ridiculous. Now, with uh, I have my service through AT and T because I was one of the early adopters. Uh, I actually had the first generation iPhone, so obviously, clearly, I've got a problem. But now AT&T, they offer up these different service options where they make you feel like you're getting the phone at a discount because you, you paid the tax uh, on it. And then, you know, you subscribe to whatever next program you're going to. And whether it's 24 months or 30 months, uh, then you can upgrade. All you got to do is hand in your old phone. Um, but, you know, when you break that down, what that monthly cost really was is you were paying for the phone. They basically leased it to you. And at the point where you're paying off your lease, you're actually handing over the device. So really, we're the world's biggest suckers. Um, but it creates that perception. So so I can understand how Apple could feel entitled uh, working under that type of model. I don't know how the other carriers handle it. Um, but do they offer the same type of service options in Canada? Uh <clears throat> yeah, but I live in an area, I have one service provider. I mean, because we are rather remote. Uh, I can drive, uh, I don't know, uh, 15 minutes out of town and there is no cell service because of, uh, you know, the big mountains and things like that. So, yeah, I'm not buying my phone uh, like from Apple and then going to a service provider and saying, hey, hook me up. I'm... Uh, the company that services, uh, like the one I use now, Telus, I'll go to them and wind up hopefully paying less. And basically, yeah, I'm leasing the phone. I have a, uh, I have a 6s plus that uh, I, I like the big. I like that size. I didn't want the little phone. I, I want when I got one a couple of years back. Um, yeah, I'm I'm happy with it, but it's uh, it's just too. Li I don't have. It's it's maxed out. I like a lot of music. It's full. I like pictures. It's full. Um, so I, and you know, doesn't charge well, it charges, but it doesn't last as long as I would like. Yeah. I was going to say also with the six plus, that means the maximum memory option. I think the time was 128 gigs of, of storage on it. Right. And this is 64, right? When I had a six plus, uh, I went with 64 and I mean, I think with this one, I don't even know if I have the 128 on the, the seven plus, um, I'm not in the S cycle of, of renewals, uh, or, uh, upgrades, you know, cause really that's what it, that's what it boils down to. And, and I looked at it too. I realistically, if I don't want to go out of pocket terribly to get a new device, uh, with the plan I'm on, I I'm looking at mid June anyway of next year. And, and realistically speaking, I just don't know that there's enough options that are being offered here for me to really care. I And I was the exact same way, and I'm shocked to say this, but I was the exact same way with the Apple Watch now because I just got mine for my birthday last year. Um, and, and realistically speaking, uh, like I've actually got a Series 2. My wife has a Series 3. And there's just not enough in the Series 4 for me to, to really care. I, I And I, I don't think that um that's uh age related in any way i just think that uh i have other priorities for my money you know it's like uh or or i guess for my tech obsessions like that little uh anki robot uh vector that was offered uh pre-order through their website or on kickstarter i mean this guys i'm not gonna lie if you're you're listening to the sound of my voice uh and hopefully nobody from anki is um realistically speaking it's it's an Amazon Echo that's uh, that's got you know all terrain treads. That's really all it is. Uh, that's about the most. It's not like it's gonna do anything. It's not gonna bring me my pen. It's not gonna bring me my dinner. It's just gonna roam around my desk and and I, I can ask it questions just as easily as I could ask the Amazon Echo. Uh, so, uh, but I could at least be obsessed with that or. I could get a, uh, you know, a surround sound, uh, receiver upgrade for the, for the family room. If I wanted to do that or, or what have you, I, I guess I'm saying I just have other priorities for my money, but I, I don't know. It, it just really seems like they are pushing the boundaries on, on the cost of this equipment now. 
And, and, you know, uh, without getting political uh, again, uh, I think that it's, it's interesting that Apple is also facing, I think, up to a quarter markup on the cost of their phones if new tariffs go in. Uh, which isn't going to just affect the U.S. That's going to affect everyone. Yeah. Uh, for iPhones, so I mean, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to me to see how Apple does this year. But you know, like uh, you mentioned, you're on a six uh, S Plus, so yeah. you're definitely in the realm for an upgrade. At, at a seven Plus, I'm not sure I have an urgent need. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep, yep. But but no. but when it comes to these, what 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 was it that attracted you? You know, other than your need for an upgrade, out of the big presentations that they did today, what drew you in? Oh, geez. Um, what drew me in was you know the antis. I was curious about this again. Uh, my my brain was going, uh, oh, bigger phone because. Again, I'm I'm wearing uh, I'm wearing like trifocals now just. You know, and, does that and, mean you? Does that mean you put them on and you try to see something? Is that what it means? <laughs> it, it does. In fact, uh, I mean, it means I can. I don't have to take my glasses off and squint at my phone. Uh, I can actually see what's on my phone. But again, my wife has a six S, and it's too tiny for me. And I was just thinking, oh, okay. It's again, I, I'm sort of in the market. It, it's going to be an Apple product that I'm looking at. Uh, but again, now now that I see the price, now that I see, you know, I kind of, you know, I was interested in uh, in the camera, things like that. I'm a, I'm a bit of a camera fan. I just, I was, I wanted to see, but it's just, I went to Mexico at uh, spring break, a five-star, all-inclusive resort, and it was less than this phone. <laughs> We went on vacation for a week in Cabo, and it was less than an iPhone in Canada. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, and you know what? I, if you guys want to tune in, or if anyone, uh, if anyone is listening, and you want to let us know uh, how you feel, personally speaking, I, I just think there wasn't. A, I mean, they really did a great job of trying to to make it sexy for for making it uh, fun and making you really want to be drawn in. They showed you all the amazing features of of portrait mode and, and this and that. You know, I just... And, you know, personally, I was kind of drawn in to the whole aspect of the of the 10. Uh, I really thought that the facial recognition for unlocking it was cool. Uh, the absence of the home button was really interesting. Um, right. and, but, you know, I... Like, as it stands right now, the form factor I'm using uh, in the 7 Plus is at 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 best uh, at the threshold of usable for me. And I got big hands. If I didn't have, I'm able to show Jim. I'm not able to show anybody oh, yeah. listening. See, but You got going. Yeah, yeah, you know, I got a little elastic band that attaches to the back of this case. So that way I don't have to actually hold the phone. It's like my fingers are gripping it. And then I have the full use of the entire surface. Uh, but if I were somebody that were just holding the phone, it would be a two-hand job for me in order to to be able to use this thing. So, and 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 I do often question uh, when these kind of things roll around, and I start to see a shift in my dynamic, if you will. You know, is this uh, a practicality thing? Is this an age thing? Because you know, I, I'm starting to, and and I don't mean that in a bad way. Look, we all get older, unfortunately. You know, and it's kind of like, you know, now regardless of how comfortable of a bed I have. There's a certain point in the morning where I just have to get up because I ache too much laying there. And I'm like, is this an age thing? Because I don't remember this happening before. I, I'm, I'm totally with you. Uh, 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 two hours on the radio, I, uh, people say, why are, you, why are you tired or why are you sore the next day after doing a radio show? Uh, well, because I'm looking at uh, a whole bunch of screens. I'm, I'm twisting and turning. Uh, I'm sort of hunched over. It's a live performance. I'm I'm sort of I'm I'm ramped up, and I feel like at the end of the day, I'm uh, uh, at the end of the night, I'm I'm very tired, and I wake up the next day, and I do. I feel like I've been through a marathon, and it's just like uh, it didn't used to be that difficult. You know, uh, I, I I empathize with you. I, I often think about um, our times back in the day, working for Play Incorporated and Play TV. 
and we had these exciting trips where we got to uh, basically work on the trade show floor uh, of some really cool conventions. The uh, I think the most exciting was our, our time at the National Association of Television Producers and Executives, also known as the NATP. Uh, by the way, great acronym when you guys talk it out. Wait, good choice on that one. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, and all we would have to do would do these brief sessions yeah. Usually one to two hours at a time, and they were spread apart because we kind of had a full uh, schedule of people that would do things. Uh, but at the same time, you spend all that time on the, the trade show floor, and it's a constant barrage of noise that you you don't realize your mind has to filter out. And then you couple it with the anxiety of sitting down and doing a live performance. And, you know, you, you don't realize certain aspects. Like, you know, like you mentioned, doing your show, not only that, but... You know, if you have something that you do on air that goes wrong, you're going to tense up and that's putting stress on your body and everything else. So I completely understand. Um, I, I think it's and that's part of the reason why I'm trying to go kind of effortless tonight in just, uh, you know, OK, let's just test out the recording. Let's not worry about video. Just talk to your friend and have fun. Uh, and and so it, I, I don't think this particular aspect gets any harder right now because of age. I think my, my tolerance on things has gone down and that's about it. <laughs> yeah. At least so far, uh, nothing else seems to be failing me. Thank you. Um, and I, and I hope to continue that streak, but you know, I'm on the, I'm on, I'm not on the precipice of 50, but it, it sure as hell is a lot closer than it's ever been in my life and it will continue to be. Uh, but you know, I, when it comes to technology, though, I think I just I just have different priorities. I mean, Apple really did a great job presenting all this stuff, making it look cool, hip, and shiny. I think uh, in watching, uh, by the way, watching the keynote presentation in itself is definitely an exercise in patience because, you know, it's like, just get to the cool shit. Don't show me another video where you're doing all these close up, you know, like macro shots, uh, which, by the way, did you did you watch the presentation itself? I, yeah, I saw. I didn't. I didn't see it live. I I sort of looked at it afterwards, uh, where I could sort of uh, deal with it at my speed. Because frankly, again, I I just <laughs> I don't have the patience to sit there and and just go through yeah everything. I I think from my perspective, the one thing not only you know. Every time tossing to another video, that that tests my patience. But I, I think the other thing, too, that I had a, a lot of challenge with was just that uh, when they show some of these videos, and like I said, it's a lot of up-close shots with fancy lighting uh, of like, oh, here goes the corner of the phone. Oh, now we're looking at a, a side shot of the top of the phone. And all that does for me is I sit there and go, okay, wait a minute is this all composited or, you know, does somebody have to seriously sit in a studio and, you know, work this camera on one of those like side to side track things doing these sexy macro shots of a phone? Cause boy, oh boy, that's gotta be a frustrating job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, you know, I realize it, it's, it's all showmanship. It's, it's, it's like, putting out a new car it it is it's no different than uh, hey here are all the uh, the new uh, 2019 uh, fords or whatever it is but i was thinking today i would even pay, i'd pay less if they took the uh, the actual phone part out of the equation because i don't get phone calls <laughs> Like I, I do get some, but usually it's it, not calls so I want. Weird. My ringtone goes off and it freaks me out because it's like, what the hell is that? Oh yeah. Okay. It's an actual phone call. And it's usually it's, it's the dentist phoning to confirm an appointment. It's, it's something like that. It's never a friend saying, hi, <laughs> how are you doing? It's, it's, uh, oh, God. You know, I... or, you know, it's some stupid uh, it's some stupid, uh, you know, robo call or, or some telemarketer. And it's just like, okay, I really don't need, can I, can I opt out of that? I, I hate to agree with you, but literally the last time I got a real phone call, 
it was my doctor's office with, you know, the latest uh, blood results. And it's like, okay, well, you know, your vitamin D is still low. So go get that and go get some vitamin C. And yeah, I, I, I don't really get that many phone calls too. It's, it's, it's communication device, definitely. But it's all about messages and email uh, more than anything else. We got my uh, 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 we got my father-in-law hooked up with an iPad a little over a year ago, and uh, his whole thinking was, "Well, what do I need that for? Yeah, I don't need that." And you know, slightly into it, he's like, "This, this is this is it." He, uh, he and my wife talk every night. He has not made a real phone call to my to our house in over like 18 months. It's FaceTime every night. Uh, and then he went and bought a brand new truck, new Dodge. And we had a, we had a, a new Ford shortly around the same time. And uh, we're talking about the Ford and we're talking about the Ford app, you know, can start the truck, can, can just access everything on the truck can unlock it, do all this stuff. And he's like, does my truck have that? And I, you know, like we looked to, yeah, it's got a Dodge app. Uh, and he's like, but my old flip phone won't do that. Mm. And he, and we're like, no, no, no. So yeah, I mean, he, he wanted, he, he's in, he's 78. He's into the tech now. He got himself an iPhone not too long ago so he can talk to the truck or, or hear music, you know, like Bluetooth and, 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 I mean, that's, that's great, but it's just, uh, I mean, he's not going to upgrade. I know that because he's got, uh, you know, he's got his own issues, but I'm, I'm well, and he's also got a limited uh, window of use, you know, just like me too. It's, it's, and really today's keynote was really about all that. Like you said, it was showmanship. It was bringing yeah. out the Tucker for everyone to see and be amazed by the three headlights. It was you know bringing out uh, the latest model or the uh, the concept cars just to for the ooh and ah i think at the point where all your where one of the things you're pushing and you're commenting about it is like oh and it also comes in this beautiful gold isn't that lovely it's like well okay now you're stretching buddy cuz really there's nothing sexy about sitting down saying you know it's the new proprietary a12 processor chip and we've got it in all our phones you know, the common person isn't going to give two squats between OLED and LED phones uh, or for screens. Yeah. And by the way, uh, Retina, Super Retina, all you're doing from what I understand, and please everyone correct me if I'm wrong, you're just increasing visibility that my eyes can't perceive. So what's <laughs> the point? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you lose me. I'm a case guy. Mm -hmm. You lose me with color. I mean, I'm going to put a case on it. Exactly. I, I've got my phone. I'm, ho I'm holding up to you yeah. that nobody else can see. Yeah. It's like, I don't, other than the face forward portion of the that, screen, yeah. which we in, have the same looking. Yeah. In all the new phones, by the way, they're, they're going bezel to bezel. So you're not even getting that color aspect. So color is, I think for most people, it's completely lost because the majority of people you know, unless you're a teen or the parent of a teen that's frustrated right. because your teen won't get an appropriate case for their phone. Yeah. Um, you know, we're burying them within something to protect our investment that we're just going to give back to the company later. Um, but we're protecting that so that way we don't we don't lose anything. And, you know, for me, like I, you know, the the whole strap thing I've got here is is attached to the case. And I've even gone to the point where you know i had this and then i wanted something easy for the car and then of course i had to make it difficult this is like one of the this case i've got is one of the cheapest you can get it's literally just a a bumper border and a clear back to make sure that uh, i don't know i can see the apple logo but i i got it uh one of those magnetic cases as well or magnetic uh, holders for the car and you know i literally get into the car i'll pop this one off pop that one on and then i can just mount it in the car which is great, except, you know, I'm switching cases. And that's the only time I'm realistically looking at the back of my phone. So colors are uh, the least advantageous thing to offer in all this tech. It's like, what are you really selling here? Uh, and the answer is not a whole hell of a lot. I think I think color might come more into play when they're talking about the watches. And, and I think it's cool that they mention that the watch has a bigger screen and everything, but... 
again, I granted I'm not going edge to edge on mine, but for what I use it for, the majority of notifications I get, I'm not looking at the detail here. I'm already going to pull out my phone. Yeah, sure, exactly. Sure, sure, a bigger screen might might help cut that down. Yeah. But realistically speaking, I'm, I'm still going to want to look at it. it. Even if you're sending me a photo, I don't care if you've taken me all the way up to 44 millimeters. Uh, I'm still going to look at the photo on the, the super duper ultra retina screen that I can't see all the detail of. Yeah, I, I basically, I bought the watch because I'd go for walks and my phone would be in my uh, jacket, it would be cold, or it'd be in my backpack, whatever, and I, I'd get notifications. And I I just wanted to see, okay, is this something I have to deal with? Do I have to talk to these people now? Do I have to do this? I, I really didn't, you know, so I don't need a bigger one. I didn't, um, I don't know what my phone, my watch is. I got it with the, when I got the phone, so uh, over two years now. So whatever version that is, uh, when when it came out with the cell, I don't need cell service on my watch. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't. So I didn't even bother thinking about it. It's basically there to give me notifications and to tell the time. And, and, and wake me up in the morning. That's what mine does, too. Oh, oh, oh no. I, I, no. My, mine's on its charger doing its thing. I'll put it on later. And then I usually wonder why I'm not getting any notifications. That's because I've forgotten to unlock it. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and for me, the whole smartwatch aspect, um, it really is all about the notifications. Uh, yeah. Only because uh, both with my family and with uh, certain people, you know, I want to make sure I'm getting notified in a timely fashion. Uh, that's that's important to me. That's uh, that's something that that really needs to be done. Uh, you know, I, I I gotta pay attention when, like for example, a certain person sends me a notice. So for me, it's all about notifications. I uh, personally am a I'm a charging when I'm sitting at my desk or when I'm in the shower kind of guy. Uh, that's yeah. when my my watch gets charged. But you know, I'm the same way. I'm still gonna take my phone with me when I go for a run. Uh, like, you know, the, the four times a year I do that, uh, I'm not going to care about getting a phone call or being able to like, I think technically my watch, I could pair a set of headphones to it and I could have podcasts or music on my watch, but I don't do that. It's, I'm just trained. You know what? It really is a grumpy old man situation now. That's what it is. That's, I think I'm, this has been more about me accepting who I am and where I am in life. I think than anything else in this podcast. It's about well, a re- it's about a self realization thing. <laughs> I'm older than you, but I I'm amazed that uh, here's something that I people would think I would be grumpy about, but I'm not grumpy about. I'm I'm cool with it. Uh, I've been using uh, uh, Bluetooth headphones for a long time now mm-hmm. because I I was always snagging the damn cord or uh, or. And they, the earbuds get ripped out of my, yeah, exactly. And I just, I just said, forget it. Uh, I found a company that I liked, uh, really inexpensive, but they sounded good to me. Mm-hmm. If I lose them, I, I just order another pair because it, it, again, they're inexpensive and I, I, you know, being untethered is to me, it, it's great. I'm not at the point where, uh, so like some a uh, couple of people I know, they have uh, they have hearing aids, so they're just Bluetoothed to their hearing aids, and it solves all sorts of problems. But yeah, I just I I don't have a problem with there being no headphone jack. I don't have a problem with from what I read, uh, there's no new. They're not including the dongle in the new phones, and it's like oh, <laughs> just get some just get some wireless and. Whatever. When I got this phone, I didn't have it in this at the time, but one of the things I've acquired over time is this stupid little uh, Ninja Turtle Tiki cup. And quite literally, the dongle has been in there for most of its life. I've been a Bluetoother as well, and I, I think it's practical. The only part that it does bother me is when I'm trying to do continuity. Like at my desk, I try not to wear headphones as much as possible, um, but unfortunately, I can't seem to get away from it. But at the same time, my headphones are tuned into my my home system. And for the longest time, it was frustrating to me because I couldn't just jack my phone into the board. 
but then uh, recently I ended up getting a like a just a it's a cheap little thing too. I'm trying to reach over for it and it's not uh, forthcoming. Here we go. Who makes this? It's made by Xtreme. I don't even know if you can get this anymore. And all it is, it's a Bluetooth receiver, so it it pairs up like a pair of headphones. Yep. And now yep. I can have it go into my soundboard. Yeah. Well, the earbuds that I use are uh, uh, they're from an Australian company called Aki. A U K E Y. Mm hmm. And <laughs> you know they're on. Uh, I should I should get residuals, but I you know, pick them up from Amazon, and they cost me twenty two dollars. And that's Canadian. Right. That's Canadian. Yeah. I don't even I'm, know what that means anymore, because as far as I know, things are so topsy turvy now. The American dollar is like worth nothing. Um, but, you know, I, <laughs> I I just used to think I used to think of the old days when we were working at plane. It's like you would get paid by play and you'd have a certain amount. And then you would go to the bank yeah. and then suddenly it's like, well, I've got lots more money. So that's so. right. Yeah. Yeah. I negotiate. I did. Yes. I was happy to negotiate when I when I negotiated a salary. I, I, I had in my mind the fact that I would be paid in American dollars and then it would translate into uh, uh, once the uh, if the American dollar was stronger. When I cashed my check, I would have even more money, and it uh, it it, it always had a, a little. It was a special moment for me. I and it was an envious one for me, so I commend you for that. Uh. Oh come on! <laughs> I, I, for what we really had to do, uh, uh, we were decently paid. And oh, I completely agree. And, and the benefits, uh, the other benefits were. Uh, I was just talking to somebody about uh, uh, the amount of travel from that time. And how going anywhere on somebody else's dime is the best way to travel. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it's just, it's such a good feeling knowing, you know what? I'm going to order room service cause I'm still <laughs> under my per diem and it's not coming out of my pocket. I, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to gather up all my receipts and I'm going to go walk down to see my good buddy will. And I'm just going to hand him my little pile of receipts later. I mean, or even better, the the legend you were talking about, Natby. I mean, the legend of of the uh, of the seafood dinner in 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 New Orleans, where we just, I think everybody who ate just it wound up going on your credit card. Yeah, it did. It, thankfully, so, I got. It, it, yeah, th thankfully, I got paid back for it. But, but yeah, that's <laughs> that's a really freaky experience where like everyone's drinking good wine and they're ordering lobster and, and you know, yeah. whatever thick giant steaks or whatever it was they were ordering. And then yeah. like, they're like, Oh, well, we'll put it on your card. Like, okay. And you get the bill and you're like, is that more than my annual salary? I'm not sure, but okay, here you go, everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's always fun too. I, but you know, I, um, you know, I don't get as much of that anymore, but it still does exist. Like I got to go to um, San Diego Comic-Con this year and the only times I paid for meals was when it was just like not company related kind of stuff. And and my daughter right. got to go with me. So, you know, again, yeah, that was I, on the company's dime. All good things. All good things. I followed that adventure online. I thought that was I thought that was pretty cool. I just wish there was more online to it, but there was such anxiety about what was going on that you some of it gets lost on you. I mean, I literally lost ten pounds in San Diego. Literally. Wow. Uh and that was mostly just from all the walking and the heat and because of the stress I didn't have an appetite. Not the best way to lose weight, but you know what? Once you've lost it, if you concentrate, you can keep it off. And so that's the bonus. And uh, thankfully I, I've had I, that. I've never been to a comic con, but, so, uh, uh, but I, I'm curious if it was anything like the conventions that we would go to and you, you're on your feet all day and you eventually wind up at a booth that maybe sells the stupidest product in the world that you would never even think of purchasing but they were smart enough to have like uh, uh, like three inch thick carpeting in the booth, and you would just you would just step off the concrete into the booth, and you would just stand there, sort of enjoying the moment. And hopefully, they just had some kind of demo, so you didn't even have to talk to anybody. <laughs> um, you know, honestly speaking, though, the that uh, that con is so crazy. Like we went to preview night, which, you know, you would think would be the least, uh, attended, uh, time. 
and it was it was it was still wall to wall people. Uh, so we really didn't get a lot of experience. But you know, all the big studio booths, they had that. Like the, the Sunday, we finally got to, into the DC booth, and I finally got to see the Aquaman trailer. And and the whole time though, I was just thinking, man, this floor feels good because that's that's really. If you want foot traffic in your convention, folks, spend all your money on flooring because yeah. people have been walking around so much. If you can give them a seat or a soft place to stand, they are happy. Um, They're not going to give a shit about fancy graphics on the wall. Nope. Or anything. Really? You don't have to have the biggest stage. Just mm-hmm. make it comfortable. And and yeah. And that's part of the reason why when we would do things, it wasn't the entertainment we were doing, but it was mainly because, you know, most of our our, uh, setups didn't involve really people areas for them to to sit and and watch. If we had had that, I think we would have had more people hang around the booth. Granted, we did have crowds, but they would become transient because, you know, there's only so long you could stand there. Um, But still, you know, you got to interview Ed the Sock. That was cool. Right. uh, Yeah. Who's just come... uh... Uh, who just did a, a big Kickstarter thing to uh, uh, kind of came back into the uh, uh, public eye again, had a big Kickstarter campaign to uh, 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 digitize and bring back all the stuff that he had done way back when. And we were talking online, the sock and I, uh, uh, about meeting and talking i said you know i said i still have this button from you and we were he he actually remembered stuff we were talking about and i thought okay good it wasn't just me i I didn't it wasn't just one of the because sometimes i look back and all that stuff and think okay we're like basically 20 years down the road did shut your mouth yeah did that stuff actually happen you know the the one thing i shouldn't think about this i really shouldn't <laughs> and i don't mean to sound ageist in any way but like one of the last conventions i went to was the that nat p convention in new orleans and not only did i lose a shoe which was unfortunate but the but the flip side of it it was it was the most interesting thing because somehow the daily show that they were doing from there they got fred willard to guest host and like you said that was almost 20 years ago yeah. And at that time, he was one guy on stage full of energy. And then when he was backstage behind the curtain, it was like literally 20 years just suddenly compounded on him. You know, he was a little more frail, a lot less energetic. Yeah. And then I see him on Modern Family now and I'm like, what do they do? Wheel him in on a hand truck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, suddenly my controversial comments about Fred Willard are going to come back to haunt me. But, uh, you know, I uh, it, it, that kind of thing just amazes me. But then again, I guess that's kind of uh, that kind of talks to your earlier point about, uh, you know, when when you're doing this kind of thing, it really is. It's a it, it's an it is an energy expenditure, but it's because you're focusing that energy into such a fine point when when you're doing the thing. I, I know that uh, most of the time. The one thing I find, and I don't know if this is something that you get in in doing uh your radio show. Um, but I often find that somehow the very nature of doing this, uh, whether it's on the video or, or just podcasting for me in a way, uh, I always walk away regardless of the energy I spend. I always seem to be in a much better mood and I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because I'm expelling toxins when I talk or it's just, I I'm back to doing the one thing that Regardless of anyone's opinion, I love doing because I feel I do it somewhat well. Um, but I find the whole experience very therapeutic. And so, like, when I walk out of here, I'm going to be in a much better mood than I walked in. Um, I don't know. Do you get that doing the radio no, show? I, I, I totally do. Uh, uh, I feel I feel very comfortable with a microphone. Mm-hmm. And I was doing I was do, I was doing. Uh, I started at the station. I was just doing Thursday nights and then I was doing Tuesday and Thursday. And I did that for a long time. And then I, I said, you know what? I got, I, I have other things to do that are, uh, it's like almost, this is almost too easy at times. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know somebody who, uh, who does a show on the station. They work the, it, they, they're, they're not in Revelstoke, but they're from Revelstoke. Uh, and they actually, they, uh, they produce their program and send it up as a file. I've had to 
pre-record shows, and I find that so much harder than being live. And I, I, because I can just be live and, and natural and talk because I feel more comfortable about it. I don't tend to talk to many people during an actual show day Mm -hmm. because I like to save it for, for being live on the air. But yeah, it's just, it's, uh, afterwards it's like, it's done. Sometimes I feel, oh, that was great. And then sometimes I feel like, uh, that wasn't my best. But, uh, uh, you know, nobody else is seeing that or hearing that people will contact me. Oh, we had a great time last night. That was, that was great music. And it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you thought it was, uh, I'm going to be tough on myself and, and, <laughs> and, and, and be a little hard on myself about it. But, uh, no, it's just, it's a very comfortable place to be at the microphone. Just, uh, not that it matters or anything, but, uh, I'll just show you show you something really quick on the video that you can't. There yeah, there a, we go. See, there's, there's Fred and Kiki. There you go. Kiki Stockhammer and Fred Willard. Yeah. Uh, the comedy stylings thereof. And <laughs> you forget that there were, and then there, there was this other great team. Oh yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Baldy and Rod Roddy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, it's so depressing for me that, you know, he has, uh, well, not that he passed away. That yeah. was the thing. Um, and not to mention giving me one of the most uh, awkward uh, comments I've ever heard when you when you think about it. Because, you know, uh, Rod Roddy, for those of you that don't know, he used to be the announcer on The Price is Right. And he was always known for these very flamboyant jackets that were, like, covered in sequences. It was like a tuxedo jacket uh, dialed up to 11. Uh, and, and he made mentions like, well, yeah, every year I go to Thailand to get these, you can only get them in Thailand. And I'm like, and I hate to, I hate to be so, uh, not controversial. I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's like, you know, really that's what you're going to Thailand for rod. Let's, let's really talk about it, my friend. Uh, but you know, let's not speak ill of the dead. Who knows why he went to Thailand again, a sign of age that you, uh, there's going to be people listening who just have absolutely no idea. Yeah, who you're talking about. I'm just Correct. looking I'm looking at some of those pictures from that time and I'm also seeing uh oh my god, we had uh Roger Roger Moore before he was Sir Roger Moore mm-hmm. in in the booth. Uh, you know. And of course our experiences with uh, uh Jerry Springer. Yeah. Uh, they're, I, they're, <laughs> I, I still have the picture of Jerry Springer in a sterling no, not Sterling. Yeah, Sterling silver picture frame that we I think we actually got as a gift from our wedding. <laughs> Right. Uh, not that it's that special. And it was just a Polaroid, but a lot of great memories from that time. And and the thing that, you know, that I guess that's the one of the points of experience is you never really uh, know how, how fun something is until the, the perspective of time uh, gives it uh, to you. But, you know, I got to just to dial it back a little bit, your, your comment about the show. I think one of the things that I do like uh, about live is just knowing that there is potentially someone listening. That That helps drive me because... Just sitting here and recording a podcast with somebody is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's great conversation. Like I'm thoroughly enjoying this, but, uh, you know, knowing that there's potentially other people out there as it's going on, because there is something about the energy of live. Like I've done some pre-produced things, like even reading a commercial spot is so much harder for me Yeah, because that's recorded and processed. Yep. Uh, but the one thing I have given up on is beating myself up for, you know, either not having a good show or like, there's always invariably one thing that I'm like, why the F did I say that? But, you know, again, in doing this, I am the master of my own domain. Like you can, you can edit things out of your clips on YouTube. I can edit sequences out audio wise because I had the forethought to record in multi-channel, for example. So, you know, if I said something while somebody was talking and I'm like, oh God, I just interrupted him and there was no point to it. Thankfully he kept talking. I can erase myself from existence. You know, I'm the master of my own domain here. So, uh, you know, in many ways it, it, I, I, I've at least learned to stop beating myself up at it. The only thing I need to do is be more conscientious of time because, you know, I do have a family as well. So coming in here for like, you know, even an hour in some ways is, is selfish. Not that I'm trying to wrap this up, but unfortunately I'm also out of time. Uh, that's the other beautiful thing about doing this. It's like, Oh, you should, you should really be more conscientious about your own time. But it's like, 
you know, of all the stupid shit, at least when you have a radio program like you do, you have a schedule, you can plan around it, and you do things. When you do things uh, spontaneously, kind of the way I, I tend to do, or, or Trent and I tend to do, it's very easy, and this is part of the reason why we never start on time, it, it like life just happens. So like I was cooking dinner, so making a comment at 6.30 about going on an hour seems <clears throat> like a good idea. But next yeah. thing you know, instead I'm playing with making up a recipe and the instant pot doesn't cook properly and the, the rice and then it's like, oh, am I going to have to go out and get food? And it's just like, oh, why did I even bother? You know, life just happens. So, uh, you know, unfortunately, time gets away from you. Uh, you know, I, yeah. and, and if I weren't live, it wouldn't really matter so much. But anyway, yeah. I, no, I, I digress. It happens at the station. Uh, I come in. There's nobody on right before me. Uh, so, the, I mean, the station is on automatic. I start up. Uh, if, you know, it's normally two hours. If I'm feeling fine, two hours. Uh, if I'm not feeling fine, maybe an hour uh, make it nice and tight and think, okay, I'll try to fix it next time. I mean, there's been times there's nobody on after me. I I've gone on for three hours. Uh, I, it, it's all the mood. And the most important thing right now to me is trying to get people to change their, uh, their radio habits. Like I mm -hmm. said earlier, the phone, when we started doing stuff, you had to be sitting in front of the computer to be involved in all this. I mean, that's how you, that's how you partook of play TV. I mean, it, it was mm -hmm. not, I mean, we were not mobile. I no. mean, it was, it was, oh, you could be on a laptop on dial up somewhere, but by the way, <clears throat> God bless them because, you know, I've still got the blue box of wonder here, but yeah, me too. What the hell was play thinking in a non broadband world doing streaming video live on the internet? Okay, you know what? That's rhetorical. Don't answer. But no, it, I mean, it, it, God bless them for doing it. I mean, it just, yeah. And I'm proud to be a part of that history. I, I, think, I, I think at least we have the benefit of saying we were involved in something that truly was ahead of its time, right? Yeah. Not a yeah. lot of people get to say that. You know, it's it, often you, you hear about, you know, you're just not on, on the schedule or, or you never even got to the playing field. Yeah, we got to the playing field. The problem was the the stadium wasn't built yet. You know what I mean? Exactly. And and people like I'll have people contact me during a a show now, and they'll say, "Oh, I'm I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm in the grocery store right now." And for a moment, my brain goes, "How the hell are you doing that?" And it was like, "Oh yeah, right, app, phone." Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I'm just not. I'm still not used to people listening, kind of in that way. But my deal is, like I said, uh, if you, if you got this stuff, why can't, why just listen to a playlist, go. And if you're listening to the radio, listen to some stories and, and be part of the show, which is basically what play was all about. Be mm -hmm. part of the show. Oh yeah, definitely. Watching oh. the show. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's not watching the show, but, uh, it's, it's listening and being involved. And by the way, Earl does still call the radio show from no, text. No, and he, yeah, uh, yeah, he does, and he still he still watches the show. Well, good for him. I yeah. Well, you know, you can look at the radio. Uh, yeah, I, I want to hit on something. Uh, we we kind of played with it a little bit beforehand, uh, but you know, I'm just I'm intrigued by this because in the height of technology, with all of these fancy things, my favorite thing on my iPad, honestly is the Hanks Rider app because it emulates. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I've seen you. I, I've seen your, your missives uh, out there on the internet. I have, I have the app as well. But, but it, what's interesting that the, the, to me and, and something that people don't have insight to because we're not running a video is uh, I notice over your right shoulder is just a gorgeous uh, and I'm guessing non-electric. Yes. Oh, no, I have, I was telling you, I have seven now. Uh, that is a Smith Corona classic 12. Uh, yeah. Non-electric manual typewriter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, uh, so you have seven of them now. I have seven of them now. Does and this, like it's all within the last six months. Does this mean you're getting into the dangerous territory of collecting them like Tom Hanks? I, I, uh, I, <laughs> I would like to say yes and no. Actually, I would like to say yes. My wife would like to say no. <laughs> um, here's the thing. 
Um, I've been doing a lot of writing lately. I, uh, I've got the moose poop stories, uh, that, uh, I had done before and, uh, I've been writing some more of them because I, I'm trying to collect them all into sort of a a, a book form. I have a, a thing I do on Instagram called Revel Noir, which are uh, uh, the imaginary. There's there are stories and images from the fictional side of Revelstoke, very sort of uh, detective fiction kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and and just some other writing projects. Now I have a MacBook. I'm I'm fully able to to write on the MacBook. But I find uh, uh, the ca- the catharsis of of sitting down and and actually banging out the words on the typewriter gets them out of my head easier than tippy 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 t- on the laptop. Well, not to mention uh, it, it it really connects you to the process and to the words. Um, and, you know, for me, it's kind of like anytime I'm playing on the Hanks writer, whether I'm making up just a bullshit one little segmented story, whether I'm conveying my opinion in more than 280 characters or whatever the limit is on Twitter. Um, for me, it's it's also that moment where suddenly I'm uh, Robert Redford or Dustin Hoffman and all the president's men or, you know, I'm a I'm a gonzo writer just sitting, you know, in the middle of the desert, you know, uh, typing something away. Uh, I don't know. I, I, we grew up in an era where originally when you wanted to do anything, laser printers didn't exist and dot matrix printers didn't look good enough. If you were going to, uh, write something and you wanted it to be formal and look good, you used a typewriter. So I think, you know, for us, it it really is kind of that, that physical connection, like, uh, but, but going old school. So I have to ask though, and I never really thought about this kind of thing before, except for the one time I saw one, uh, in a, uh, it wasn't a, it might've been a secondhand store, but, uh, recently I saw Hanks in, in some type of video. I don't know what he was promoting or supporting, uh, but like on the wall behind him was just this nice, beautiful, uh, it looked more like a mahogany style, uh, set of shelves that were illuminated. And I realized what was behind him were all of these cases because they were travel cases yeah. For the typewriters that are more than likely in them. So uh, of the seven you have, uh, any of them have the travel cases? They all have. Yeah, they all have the travel cases. Now, where do you find typewriters nowadays? Um, uh, uh, thrift stores. I bought one recently. It's uh, it, it's one of my favorites. It's a little uh, it's a made by brother. It's called a Charger 11. It's it's yellow. Uh, and it was, I was in Alberta on a road trip in the summer and it was just a, a thrift store and it had a price tag on it, 10 bucks because, mm. because nobody wanted them. Uh, and then I, I, I went and looked up, I went and looked up, uh, I'm trying to convince my wife. I said, I'm going to get this typewriter. She says, you don't need another typewriter. And I said, I go to eBay real fast and I look and it's like, there's somebody selling a, a brother charger 11 for uh, 175 bucks. And I look, I said, look, 175 bucks. And she says, but you're never going to sell it. But it's an investment, Jim. (laughs) It's an investment. And, and so I did buy it, but no, they all came with cases. Uh, and like I said, just, I'd I'd pop into like kind of an antique and not so much an antique store because, you know, people, people have the idea that typewriters, Oh, I got an old typewriter. I'm going to, I'm going to sell, I'm going to sell this for, like 300 bucks and I'm going to make a lot of money off it. It was in my grandmother's place. It, you know, I have not, I haven't paid 40, more than $40 for any of these typewriters and they're all in perfect condition. They all work. Uh, I had to do a little cleaning. I bought new ribbons off of Amazon and, uh, my first one, it was a, uh, uh, uh 1953 Royal, quiet deluxe and i was in a i was in a junk store and i was walking out and there was this case kind of a tweed looking case on the on the floor and i i look and i just glanced at it and i there was a moment i thought there's something in that case Mm -hmm. It, it came from a time when things came in cases like hair dryers and 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 whatever and i just thought okay so i i just 
popped the the catch on it and I looked inside and I saw what it was and I closed it and I shouted back to the gal. I said, how much, how much you want for the old typewriter? And, and she says, Oh, I don't know, 35 bucks. And I said, well, okay, fine. And, and so I took it, I, I brought it home. Uh, you open up the case and, and most of them, um, there's a special catch on the bottom to lock them into the case so they don't bounce around. So you undo the catches to release it. And I lifted up the machine. It's just beautiful. Uh, inside was the original Royal brush that came with the typewriter to clean away the, the dust and stuff. And I just started typing on it and it was just like, I think I'm more impressed. The fact that, and then I looked it up again. So, uh, uh, 1953, uh, it just, I found the manual online. I even started an Instagram account for the typewriter. Ah, and, and, and I start, you know, and I, you know, I've put stuff on the Instagram for it and it's just, plus it's a piece of art. You look at that thing and what was involved in, in getting your thoughts onto a piece of paper, just, just the mechanics of it. It, it should be, it should be treasured and valued. And I think, I think what you were seeing, uh, there's a, uh, there's a documentary uh, on iTunes called, uh, California typewriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Tom Hanks is in it. Uh, and it, it's about a, a California typewriter store and, and, and the festivals they have. But, uh, yeah, I just, I kept finding these typewriters and I keep telling my wife, okay, I'm, I've had enough. There's one more I'm looking for. I'm looking for one from the 1940s, a specific, uh, uh, either a Smith Corona or, or something like or a, a Remington. There's just a certain style I'm looking for. And I keep saying one more. And that was like a couple back. Is that kind of like the, uh, the older style, very black, very kind of angular typewriter uh, uh, that you're looking for? I mean, I'm, I'm looking for one that has the, uh, uh, I still portable. I don't, I don't want a desktop typewriter. I don't have room, uh, I, and I definitely not electric, but no, it has the, um, uh, the bigger keys, the mm. more classic mechanical looking, uh, keys rather than the plastic keys with the letter on it. Mm-hmm. it, it I'm looking more for something there. Uh, and, uh, and then I, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm good because really how many do I need? Well, you know, there are, there are other things there are other things I've been collecting. I started collecting, uh, I started collecting pipes, a certain type of pipe that was manufactured a while back. They're still, still manufacturing them, but they're, they're made out, out of, uh, aircraft aluminum, a uh, guy from Boeing, uh, an engineer created them back in the thirties. They're called a Kirsten pipe and they're, and they're really kind of awesome. And so it's just, and again, I keep thinking I'm getting older. I have no kids. You know, who's going to care about any of this crap eventually? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if something happens to me, you know, there's notes on everything. It's all going to you. No, oh, great. Wonderful. <laughs> what do you mean there's a box outside with 10 typewriters in it? I don't understand. You know, the good news, though, is when, when things really go south and there's no electricity, at least you'll right. still be able to prepare the official notices for Revelstoke. That's um, right. I will. I will. I will staple them to a tree. I will, yeah, put my thoughts on paper each day. Still no damn toilet paper. Hashtag. <laughs> I hate leaves. There you go. Well, Jim, thank you so much for, for dropping in with me. I really appreciate it. Just oh, because wow. it's, it's like I said, uh, there is a, uh, there is a, uh, a long connection. Yeah. This is, uh, I, I have to say, looking back at my life that, uh, people I've known for, uh, you, there's not a lot of people I talk to on a, on a, uh, fairly regular basis, uh, over that kind of time period, because just because I've moved around a lot in my life and gone different places, uh, you're one of them. Definitely. Well, thankfully and, I've always been connected quote unquote yeah. to the internet. So at yeah. least I've been easy to find and easy to track. Um, you know, cause you know, it's true. Like, like I didn't even realize that I didn't even conceptualize, but it's true. This is 2018. So yeah. really we are talking about 20 years ago and yeah. 
there's not a lot of things I can say that, or there's not a lot of people I can say that I, that I still know now from then. And thankfully you're one of them. Another blast from the past. I've teased about it and it's actually happening very soon. I'll be Skyping with, with Odin, Odin Abbott. Uh, oh, he's got a great uh, show on, uh, on YouTube. Yes, he does where he yeah. makes, he, he comes up with it, it. I, I like to call it that, you know, he, he really comes up with a, with cost effective ways to make uh, movie prop replicas. And, uh, and I love this stuff. Like the only problem with me watching his videos is I look at it and go, well, I'm never going to do that. And two, I wonder how much Odin would charge to make me one of those. So, you know, it's, it's dangerous territory to go into. And I think it's Odin makes, right? Isn't that? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, uh, be sure to check that out, but, uh, he'll be dropping in with me soon too. So well, I guess that, it's going to be all, it's maybe we're going to have a whole series of, 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 uh, old, uh, what do they call that? Uh, old home week or something. I don't know. doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah I mean, as long as they, uh, as long as they don't reboot us with, uh, with a younger, younger versions, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to bring back play TV, but, uh, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to get ourselves a younger Revelstoke gym. We're going to get it. Well, it, it's funny you mentioned that though, since, uh, Mike Benke is doing, uh, slowly, but surely development work to kind of bring everything that, we were promoting at the time, which was around, uh, then it was the Trinity and then it became the yeah. Globecaster. Uh, you know, basically it was a television studio in a box. Well, now technology has advanced so much. You don't need the gigantic blue dongle to get the jobs done. You just need enough core processors and the right hardware. And that's the direction he's trying to take things going to be kind of a, not really a competitor, but just an additional product to like what new tech has to offer now and, and what we're able to accomplish with things like uh, open source broadcast software and, and the like. And, and I'm glad because honestly speaking, the interface and, and the things that 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 blue box was able to do, uh, they were great. So knowing that that is kind of continuing on and evolving makes me feel a little bit better. I actually had to laugh because like he sent me a content package and some of the things in there that I opened up in animation, I'm like, well, that looks really familiar. <laughs> <laughs> that logo just looks like it's had some names changed, but that looks familiar. So it's really kind of cool to see. But anyway, Jim, thank you so much. I really appreciate you uh, you dropping in. Always great. And taking the time. And, and don't forget, folks, please plug away everywhere uh, people can hear you when you're on, man. Uh, okay, yeah. No, I was, I was stokefm.com. I'm on live every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Western. Uh, as I like to call it, uh, you can find me at revelstokegym.com, uh, up at the top of the, I haven't updated the page lately, but up at the top of the page is all the links to social media, Twitter, Tumblr, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I'm on Instagram a lot. Uh, basically, uh, you know, you type in revelstoke gym into a search engine and you pretty much find me. For most of it. I mean, there's just links all over the place. It's not hard to find me. That's the way it should be. All right, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Will. Oh, and I'm I'm Revelstoke Jim. And uh, we'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. The audio on that stuff is still screwed up.